a lot of gaming news, and uh, it's hard to keep track of it all, but we're going to go through uh, all of June's schedule and kind of let you know what's going on there from Summer Game Summer of Gaming by IGN and Summer Game Fest. I really miss E3, and I think everybody else here does too. <laughs> and we're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about that as well. Uh, and, but at least we have EA Play, right, guys? Um, so EA Play is Ooh, scheduled yeah. for June 11th of next week, and yeah. uh, we have some reasonable expectation as well as some uh, bold predictions. Uh, and then later, we're going to answer the first ever Game Night Fan Write-In has a question for us. It's a cool question. Uh, what world, what video game world would we want to live in if we could, but if we died in that world, we died in real, uh, for reals. So that's, without, that's deep. It's going to get deep. <laughs> without further ado, this is Game Night. Look at that. Yeah, that's right. We noticed that super right. sweet introduction there. We're getting better with our production quality. Uh, yeah, you know, presented by, uh, I guess it is technically true to say we're presented by Stage 10 TV. We're just not at any affiliation, like getting paid or sponsored by them. But we are literally being presented by them. Stage 10 TV, Stage 10.TV. You can do all your podcast services there. I'm going to send this to them and see if we can get it uh, monetized. <laughs> do it. <laughs> it's really cool. It's got a lot of uh, good production quality, guys. Um, but first, let's get some introductions. Uh, joined with me in the... Oh, well, I'm Daniel Hofflich. Thank you. Uh, joined with me in the party chat tonight is a Pater Kiernan and Stephen Russell Pater. What's up, man? How are you doing today? What you playing? I'm doing good, Daniel. Thank you. Um, I am just play playing a bit of The Last of Us Remastered. Just getting a few of those Again? Uh, online trophy, Again? which is crushing my soul. <laughs> yeah, getting that platinum. Getting that platinum. Going for Before the platinum. Oh, up. God. Nice. Yeah. I, I did it on the PS3 back in the day, and... Um, I said never again, but here I am. That means you have to beat it on grounded mode, am I right? Yeah. Oh gosh, dude. Yeah. Well, it's not for the like you don't need to for the platinum, but you won't get a hundred percent. Oh, okay, okay. So it is not like it's not a trophy to beat it on grounded. No, no. Survival, uh, survivor is still the the top one, but you know, we okay. get that hundred percent. And I'm playing. He's, he's a, a real go getter. Game. The go-getter? Oh, yeah. I have to. You know, OCD trophies. <laughs> uh, I've played a small game called Final Fantasy X. Don't know if you've heard Ooh, of it. Ooh, yes. Of course we <laughs> Of course we have, Pater. <laughs> so, yeah, tell me about remaster. that. Part of, is it part of Final Fantasy franchise? Yeah. I, th yeah. I think it's like a sequel to 9. Yeah. It's right? technically oh. X. So, I mean, what? it's a sequel. To, it's... A... <laughs> <laughs> well, how people they're not sequels you have to play one through nine to understand it yeah you yeah, really I'll do that. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah so, i'm not too far on that now i'm only okay. at um uh luca doing the blitzball tournament so i'm really not that far but um is this, yeah, is so this your first time playing it yeah yeah oh wow that's awesome what so it's not yeah. it's not bad so far i love the um the turn-based combat in that game I thought it was really cool yeah. to be able to swap out your characters. Yeah, I try. I tried playing uh, Blitzball. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm terrible. Uh, I have no was, idea what's going on. It was better uh, back then, back in 2002 yeah. or whenever the game came out. I think it was 2002, but it was it was better back then. 
<laughs> now it's yeah, just like this is now, like, this is not very fun. <laughs> hasn't, hasn't aged well. No. So. <laughs> uh, that's cool, dude. I can't believe that you, this is your. I can't. The, every Friday, I want to get your thoughts on your uh, playing Final Fantasy X. So you're just kind of yeah, getting I'll, into I'll it. Yeah. <laughs> Steven, what's up, man? What you been playing? What's up? I actually been playing Last of Us. Uh, between moving and all that fun stuff, but I've gotten some Last of Us in. Uh, I actually restarted Assassin's Creed Rogue. I never finished it, but uh, it kind of gives me good... Rem- it just gives me those old-school Assassin's Creed combat vibes. Like I just, I kind of miss that in a way, but I do kind of see why they change it up a bit just because it's the same stuff for the past what five games at that point so mm-hmm. try to introduce something new into the you know the Assassin's Creed universe but I wish some of the stuff would come back like the countering I don't know just just the countering and the combo moves and stuff were just awesome to me in those type of games but yeah old Shay hey dude um, I, I cannot stand his accent Shay, Shay Cormac's Assassin's Creed. It's, I thought you would love that shit. That's not a proper Irish accent. That's not proper. So... <laughs> it's like, oh, Achilles, what are you doing? I just, you just go way OTT with the accents. Like, <laughs> I that's actually the only Assassin's Creed that I have not played. So I'm kind of interested to see what you. I mean, I was interested to see what you thought about it, Steve, uh, Stephen. So. That's cool. Um, I think the old school combat for Assassin's Creed will always be my favorite. I loved it. Um, of course, Odyssey and Origins kind of brought it to a, uh, I don't, I wouldn't say Dark Souls, but like they kind of brought it to that kind of. They added a little bit more uh, strategy to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just like liked. Go ahead. Um, it's, it's, I just like the countering and then when the counter moves come. Yeah. yeah, dude, you know. Syndicate, man. I like I said that in the text message to you earlier, but like Syndicate was like the pinnacle of Assassin's Creed combat for me. Just being able to chain oh, together oh. all of the like break. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I love that game. How much is Rogue like Black Flag? Uh, it's a lot of similarities. The the pirating part is not the pirating part, but like the 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 ship mechanics are basically the same. Okay. Like it's, it's quite a bit still based on being, having your ship and upgrading your ship. So, I mean, that aspect of it is pretty much on point. You're just not a pirate. Is it, is it an essential Assassin's Creed game you would say, or is it just kind of like, eh, you can Mm -hmm. skip it. It's, you can Um, skip it. It's kind of like its own spinoff. I think like, I mean, it it ties into the universe. No, I have actually never finished it. Okay, so without spoilers here, uh, the ending I think links up to two Assassin's Creed games. So well, I know uh, they're they they talk about uh, Connor in it, and like they got they mentioned uh, what's the dude from Black Flag? What the hell's that guy's name? Kenway. Kenway. Yeah, they mentioned Kenway. Kenward. Like Kenward. they Kenward. they kind of hint at other games in this one as well and there's even like a um there was a little like uh teaser for uh unity in 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 the beginning of the game like when you're doing the stuff around the office oh wow. there was a thing where they were talking about and it was arno yeah. from unity i was oh, like oh that's, that's cool. kind of neat 
that, yeah. that came out the same week, I think, as Unity back uh, back a few a few a few years back. Okay. Yeah, Unity because there was the uh, four. Right. All right. Cool. Uh, I've been playing. Uh, I just finished Last of Us. Um, I didn't try going for platinum on this one, but I, I just went ahead and finished it just to get the uh, the story again. Um, and that ending still sticks. Still such a good ending. Um, this is the first time that my wife watched me play it. So that was really cool to kind of like see her reactions to it. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, the ending of that game still sticks. When I was playing it, I, I think um, at the beginning when I was playing it, I was like, man, I don't, I mean, the, the gameplay is kind of a little clunky at times. And you're just kind of like, man, this, this is an old game. This is PS3 era uh, third person action. And you're just, I was just kind of yeah. like, this is the game that in my, in my mind, I considered game of the decade, you know what I mean? And then I was like, but as I'm playing it, I'm like, did I mess up? Like, is this is game of the decade. <laughs> and then, you know what I mean? And then, and I was like, cause, cause there's God of war, which is right up there in my opinion. But like with, uh, with, with last of us, I was like, is this game of the decade really? And yeah. Uh, once I got to, I don't know, once I got like halfway in, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it. This is, the story is great. The cutscenes are great. Everything like is executed perfectly. The the voice acting and then just that ending is just and like it just it just does such a great job of making you feel, which I, I love that. Yeah. Um, this time around, when the giraffes were were walking across the field, I was like, it really kind of like I was like, I get it now. I get why those giraffes are in the story. It's just such a pivotal moment. And then uh, and then the ending was was just. Still phenomenal. It makes it still makes you think, um, and like I always thought, like that's where they were going to end it. I thought that was the, a one and done game, and it would be left to interpretation for the remainder of whatever <laughs> eternity. But um, yeah, the second one's coming out in only a couple weeks, so we get to see where it goes. I'm excited. Well, I I always said if they come out with a second one. The, the town they're in is just basically going to get overran and she's going to, Joel or Ellie is going to have to go out and find another place to survive at. I, that's what I always thought was good if they did a sequel. Mm-hmm. like Because that's kind of typical zombie apocalypse type. Yeah, you, you, got, know. Yeah, you got your your typical zombie Walking Dead but, style. But with, Last of, <laughs> yeah, but, but with Last of It, it's all about the connection with the people you interact with and you meet and just the overarching story that's not just about being in a zombie apocalypse that kind of adds to the game itself yeah. but uh i just i just got to the hydro dam and met up with tommy so that's where i'm at that's cool yeah that was a good that was a good moment too um yeah uh, i can like based off the trailers and everything like that that they've shown about last of us 2 it does seem that way like i think it was even tommy that said well you'll put you know jackson at risk um if you leave or something like that and uh it's almost seems like they are going for the (laughs) that's you know the the, every safe haven is not safe in in a zombie apocalypse type thing uh but i'm more interested in when joel like when ellie finds out or if ellie already knows and was just kind of like because when i watched that ending again i almost kind of picked up on like subtleness yeah where ellie was like okay like as it almost almost as if like I don't you know I don't believe you 
And I, I didn't. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I didn't yeah. catch that at first. That the first time around, I was just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. The fact that she, like I, she I, has to ask him again. And yeah. It's just like, you know, tell me, this is what happened, and he just pauses. It's like, yeah. I sort of um, remember yeah, the ending. Like, there. it's just been so long at this point. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it's not spoilers. I mean, I've beat it before. I, so, you, um, I mean, it's not the, a spoiler. Right. Did you play the Left Behind DLC on your playthrough? Uh, I did not, and I'm going to be I'm going to be playing that um, maybe starting it tonight or whatever. But yeah. I am going to play the Left Behind. I think I know what happens, but I, I am excited to like actually sit down and play it. Um, oh, so you haven't played it before? No, no, this is gonna be my first oh, time okay. playing Left Behind. Yeah, so that's yeah, I, cool. yeah. I replayed it there on my playthrough, and I think it adds more to Ellie as a character knowing that there's a sequel because when oh, you play okay. it back then. Um, it, when the game came out, I don't think the, you know you get a good perspective on certain things, but now I think it really does add add to Eddie's character since you know second one's coming out, so that's pretty cool. Okay, all right, yeah, definitely. I'm like I'm excited to play it. I, uh, I've heard some stuff about it, and it's like yeah, um, I've heard actually the gameplay is better. That's what I heard. It almost plays better, so that's interesting. Um, all right, guys, we're gonna move on to our. Uh, our main topics here. Let me bring up my notes. Uh, today, we're gonna, like I said in the beginning of the show, we're talking about how much we miss E3, right there, mm. and uh, with all this stuff going mm-hmm. on with Summer Game Fest and, and Summer of Gaming, and each one of those umbrellas has a ton of different content within yeah. those, and it's just kind of like it's the so gaming to keep track. The of. gaming summer of gaming event that's for games. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's uh, for game. <laughs> Did I mention it was for games? <laughs> there might be some games. <laughs> All right. Well, this Justin, because I have it in my notes that e, uh, IGN Expo was moved to June 8th, which is not true anymore. Peter, uh, fill us in on that one. Yeah. So they've just, just before we went live here, they've just completely put uh, out a new schedule. So it looks like June 11th is the. First day, whatever charity stream. Um, I'm not going to go through everything because it's actually there's yeah. an extraordinary amount of stuff. So June 11th it kicks off. Uh, June 12th looks like a big day. Um, they have a lot of traders going on. Um, I saw there's a actually, bunch of unannounced stuff like that hasn't been yeah, announced. Yeah, so that means it's world premiere. World premiere. Yeah, so, they got a lot of stuff. Uh, I think I think June fifteenth, uh, my birthday. Woo. Hey, there's a lot of um, uh, a lot of gameplay being shown, and some more traders. Happy uh, gameplay day, Peter. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and the biggest the biggest one for June fifteenth is the Mafia Definitive Edition. Um, the first Mafia game is being shown. Ooh, they're gonna show the more. remade. Yeah, shown gameplay for that. So that's gonna Ooh. be pretty cool, and. They got. They have a lot of stuff here. Um, so, like, all the humans. Uh, when we when we talked about this um, a few, or I guess it was last week. I think we and Steven talked about it. Uh, the the upcoming schedule for June, and I, we made a few predictions on the unannounced games that are going to be on June 10th. Uh, so we have a unannounced classic revival. It's by Merge Games, and and pretty oh. much all of these uh, games that I that we went through where I said. Uh, yeah, Merge Games, uh, Funcom, The Outsiders, or whatever, and then uh, even now it, it has a new information for Fabraz. Uh, 
and arcade one up. So I think, uh, I think what oh, those are those little boxes. Yeah, yeah. arcade one up is those boxes. Okay, little arcade boxes. Yeah, and I think what's uh, what's important about those is that I don't think we're going to get like big AAA like huge no. announcements. And no, I no, think no, that no. kind of, this is I think we we all want to like manage our expectations here for this one, um, which I think is kind of it's kind of silly because like this is the first day of your IGN expo. I feel like you would want to make a, yeah. a big splash, but um, yeah, it looks like they're all going to be indie announcements, which Hey, nothing against that, but it's still not, it's still not the E3 replacement. You know what I mean? Um, no, I think um, like for the IGN coverage, I think June 15th and June 25th are probably their two biggest days. Um, How many days is this? I didn't even yeah. see how many days well, it was. Think, oh, pretty much all week. Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll bring it down uh, real quick for you guys listening. June 10th is the the beginning of it. It's going to be a uh, the IGN Expo kicks off actually on June 10th. Um, that's okay. going to be um, the exclusive reveals, trailers, gameplay demos, uh, developer interviews, and hands-on stuff. We'll have some trailers for games that we know about, uh, gameplay for a bunch of games that we know about um, nothing really groundbreaking here, except for those four unannounced games, uh, which like I said earlier, they're probably going to be all indie games. Uh, June 11th is the IGN expo two, um, the day two of the IGN expo. Now that one has another unannounced games for merge games. And then uh, an unannounced game reveal without a developer, uh, mentioned it's just unannounced game reveals so that one could be a big one um but yeah some more uh, exclusive reveals trailers gameplay demos and de- developer interviews uh it doesn't look like there's anything that's going to that stands out for me june 12th so we have 10 11 12 all going to be um ign expo this is going to be day three of ign expo uh doesn't look like there's any unannounced game reveals here nope uh, all good here, and then got some gameplay. Uh, yeah, and then June thirteenth is the PC gaming show and the Gorilla Collective. Uh, so thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth is the Gorilla Co- Collective showcase. Uh, I believe that's all like indie games coming together or indie game developers coming together to showcase their games. Yeah. Um, and then. IGN Expo 4 is also on June 15th. This is what uh, Peter was talking about. An unannounced game reveal. Peter. No, yeah, Peter! Uh, no, uh, no, no developer mentioned here. Unannounced game reveal. That's it for June 15th. And then we go June 16th. Looks like a VR showcase. Uh, June 18th. Uh, nothing too special going on there. Just some more IGN uh, trailers. Gameplay for things. Oh, wait, here we go. Gameplay for unannounced developer interview and exclusive gameplay deep dive. So we don't know what that is, but that could be ex- that could be important. So mark your calendars mm-hmm. for June 18th. Um, so we know it's a deep dive. Ooh, wait a second. And then according to this, this is news to me. EA Play is pushed, has been postponed to June 18th. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's news to you guys, but that's news to me. They were well, scheduled for June 11th. Okay. Maybe they worked out something with IGN because they didn't want to, you know, go yeah, against sorry. So each other. June 16th is the Steam 
Stomart Game Festival. June 18th is EA Play Live. Mm-hmm. June 23rd is New Game Plus Expo. June 25th is the Cyberpunk 2077 Night City Wire. That's when that got delayed. So that's showing uh, new Cyberpunk, I assume. And then there's, um, yeah, a few more little things on then. Okay, so yeah. EA Play, yeah, uh, June 18th. June 18th, wow. Um, and that's at 4 p.m., so that changes up a little bit of what I was going to talk about earlier, uh, or later. Uh, June 24th, uh, looks like Marvel's Avengers is going to be the big thing. There is a game reveal for June 24th. Um, June 25th, looks like they're going to be closing out the IGN Summer of Gaming on June 25th, I think. No, actually, no, it goes into July. But that closes out June uh, yeah. with CD Projekt Red's live stream. Uh, that is IGN Summer of Gaming in June. Now, Summer Game Fest in June, you have, um, I'm not going to mention off some of these, uh, World of Warcraft, Destiny 2, uh, let's go with, see, they haven't updated theirs because theirs is still saying June 11th for EA Play. There it goes. I just refreshed. Wow. That just must just happened. Uh, Future Game Show is June 13th. Um, and that is a digital showcase from uh, Games Radar, so that could be interesting. Okay. That's their, uh, I guess, their summer of gaming. So, <laughs> so you got future game show uh, June thirteenth at four thirty p.m. And then you have the Steam Game Festival on June sixteenth. Uh, let's see, we've already said that one. Uh, the developer showcase. Um, in June, this is on Summer Game Fest, June 22nd, uh, Day of the Devs is what it is. And it looks like it's going to be Kaylee's big thing. Um, tune in for a look at upcoming independent and larger scale projects. So June 22nd, you want to mark that on your calendars. Uh, June 23rd is New Game Plus Expo. Uh, these companies will have Sega, Atlas, and more. Or these, uh, this event will have Sega, Atlas, and more. Uh, you got, yeah, that's that, okay. That, that wraps it up for June. Um, yeah. Whew. So this is why E3 is just so much easier from a fan point of view. <clears throat> yeah. From a fan point of view, of course. I mean, with this, the current state of the world, um, a lot of this stuff is getting postponed and it makes the scheduling, um, a lot more convoluted than it was already going to be um so i think so that kind of like has an impact on how this is all coming at us but i still think we would we would be going through all these dates like here's i mean from all that i listed that is a lot of showcases and it's all really hard to keep up with and then especially when you have IGN, even though they are being transparent about like, hey, here's the developer showing their game, it's kind of like, um, for me, it, I just feel like uh, indie developers benefit way more when they're when they're uh, coupled with these larger scale things. Like uh, when you have the Microsoft uh, press conference, you have they can show their little indie segment and people are yeah. watching it because they're they're glued to their television because of that. But with IG and Expo, it's kind of like, you know, if I, I'll just catch the, you know, the, the YouTube vid, you know, or something like that. And it kind of like almost, uh, they're going to be over, overlooked in a way. 
Um, so that's that's Fill one reason right there. And be like, eh. what's up? When you like mix it in with other, when you mix it in with other big announcement, it does draw more attention to it. Like a game like say, uh, uh, Minecraft Dungeons, for instance. I probably wouldn't have cared about it if it was announced on its own, but when they sprinkled it in E3 last year, like it, it got like I was like paying attention because it was there in my face and I saw it because I was already watching the broadcast. Or mm-hmm. we were there, but right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you, you're tuned in, and then of course there's the the game that I, I I don't really know the name, so I guess it wasn't that effective. I don't know, <laughs> but I don't know the name, but I do remember the the game where it was like top down. And like the cops were coming in, and like it almost like rewind, reround a bunch of times, rewinded, rewound. Oh, I don't know. I've heard a bunch of. Games. Oh my god, what was that game? You know what I'm saying? Like it kept rewinding the same day or something like that. I can't remember what, what game. Was that but, the one shown at E3? Was it? That's it was shown at E3. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I think about, yeah. That was a game that I was like, it piqued my interest, and I was just. Because I was sitting there watching it, yeah. Um, and then, of course, that game that I we haven't seen in a long time. The it was like a God. I feel like it was like last night or something like that. It was like that really cool pixel art uh, side scrolling oh, game. And it repeats. Is it? It, it repeats um, the days or something. And yeah, the, the, the one we're talking about the, the top down, the top down one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, one repeats the same scenario over and over again or something yeah. like that. It looked yeah, really yeah. interesting. Can't, is, yeah. can't think of the name of it though. I actually uh, forgot about that until now. <laughs> yeah, if you're watching it, uh, watching this, comment and let me know what the game is. Uh, but yeah, there's a bunch of indie yeah, games. I can't remember to save my life. Yeah, there's just a bunch of indie games that when I see them, I'm gonna be like, oh yeah, I saw that on E3. I'm you know, let me let me just check that out. But everything's just way. Um, it's just way hard. To, it's just hard to keep track of. It literally took me about fifteen minutes to get to go through all of the, the all of the stuff that's about to happen. And it's just how are you going to keep that on my ca- like on my calendar? It's just a bunch of dots on my Google calendar. I, there's a lot of stuff yeah. going on. I don't, you know. Um, I, I think it really depends on what obviously you know what your what kind of uh, games you're into and all that. But I think uh, as a viewer, who do you kind of who's your go to? personality for that mm-hmm. I, I imagine a lot of people will probably tune into jeff keighley's thing over ign's um i probably will because uh, jeff keighley at summer summer, summer game fest yeah so i imagine pretty much everything that ign or most of the ign is covering jeff will probably cover the major parts of it that you'd want to see anyway so mm. you know comes, comes back around to then well yeah i could just catch the indie stuff on no, whatever. But flip side, I think I think um, Greg Miller kind of funny is doing a sh- that Gorilla Showcase. I think he's a part. I think he's a part of that. I feel like he is a part of that. I'm I, not I, like 100 percent confident. Yeah. So he's so kind of funny or kind of good at getting a lot of eyes on the indie stuff. Yeah. Kind of do something each year. So I watch it. That's going to gain yeah. a big audience for them as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, but with the IGN thing is a bit messy. Like, everyone is battling for a bit of time. And the viewership, and it's just yeah, it's a bit messy. <laughs> when when we talked about uh, like when we were talking about EA getting pushed back to June eighteenth, now um, I had thought in my mind like I was like, oh, okay, so EA Play was June eleventh. It's not anymore. It's June eighteenth. But I was like, okay, so there's that. Um, I think PlayStation is going to want to get ahead of all of this. And now that uh, and I think 
I think it's also kind of um, part of the reason why IGN's pushing it back to June 11th. I think they're making way for PlayStation. Maybe they've already talked to them, but I think PlayStation wants to get uh, June 9th. I think that's the Thursday coming up next week. Um. Yeah. 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 I think I think PlayStation's going to want to get June 9th and I think we'll 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 hear a, an announcement about that soon. Um uh, I think they're going to want to get ahead of all of the all of the other stuff. They want to be the first ones to kick this all all the stuff off, I think. Um and especially when EA Play comes around the corner and they want to talk yeah, about their PS5 games. They want to have these the you know got the system's got to be shown and they, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah, that's the major thing there. They probably want to get ahead oh. of Exactly the EA. So you're I saying think. they're wait, Stephen, you cut out. So you're saying they're gonna show the system? <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's what you. Said. Let me backpedal. <laughs> I'll backpedal. <laughs> Was that in your previous prediction episode? Let me let me let me backpedal on that. They're not going to show the system. I want to be clear on that nope. prediction. Nah, yeah. we're just getting games. I don't know. They're, they're they showing it. They're they showing show. it. That's just the that's just the pessimist in me. I think they're not going to show it just because I'm like it's. They they, they cannot <laughs> let that console image leak before they show it. That's Portal, the, the manufacturer. Yeah, yeah that's no the that's the big thing. Can't risk yeah. it. That's the only thing hurting them from delaying it like this is just like yeah. there is a possibility that somebody's going to leak this for goodness sake freaking xbox somebody took a picture of it of the back of the console and put it on the internet you know what i mean like it's going to happen yeah they did too yeah yeah <laughs> um so i mean yeah it, the more you wait the the more chances you have of the of the of the console getting leaked um i really do think they 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 have to show the console um we've talked about this i think they have to but I kind of still think they're not going to. I think it's just going to be the games, um, the games showcase for them, and then next month they'll show the console. But uh, so E three guys, mm-hmm. I mean, I this miss is it. R.I.P. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> See, that's the thing though. Like, I want to talk about that too. Um, but the reasons why I miss E three. Uh, first of all, it was all in one week. So that way, like I said to you guys just now, we spent all this time going through the entire month, and that's just June. There's still July and August. July for uh, IGN. I don't know if they're going all the way to August, but uh, yeah, summer game. Some summer game fest is going to August, and that's just June that I just crammed crammed into June. You know what I mean? All that information. Uh, July seems to be the big month um this time around because that's where xbox is going to be doing their first party stuff i think ubisoft is in july um so there's it's just so weird and i guess a lot of this was corona virus and all that other stuff so like that that pushed it um across these months as well but uh all in one week man it was like it was like christmas for gamers so you you sit down and you know what you're getting from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. You know exactly what you're watching. You know what I mean? <laughs> like this is this is it. I'm going to absorb all of this, um, and this it's going to be this press conference. This press conference. This press conference. Like, like you literally it have just a was so much table. simpler. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You have it all in all in one place. Uh, the other thing um, is the recognition. I already said that recognition for both big and small games. Um, 
another one another one for me is the, the i guess the physical presence of e3 i think is so important uh and i think it's going to start to fizzle out unfortunately but the physical presence of it like having people in the audience to or the auditorium to react to what's happening i think that really adds to the hype of it uh the building of the los angeles convention center is iconic for gaming uh and then just uh, being able to get hands on the games if you're there if you're lucky enough to get hands on i think that's super important um but if you're watching it at home you get to see somebody else playing it like walking across that show floor and seeing the energy the excitement it's just it just i think people watching at home feeds off of that way more than you can on a digital event um and yeah well, if you look at it too like the area around the the convention center was completely changed it was games plastered everywhere it was just so cool walking down the street just seeing like a big ass doom eternal poster on the yeah, side of a cool. building exactly walking through the convention center there's cyberpunk on the front of it there's just all these other games like call of duty modern warfare was on it too just like it was just awesome just to take it all in when especially when you first walk up to it and you're like holy shit this is where we've been trying to get for years and we got there yeah yeah that um that that was just for me i, I was looking back on it and at dinner and i was telling my wife about it, i was just like what a week just what a week <laughs> <laughs> like, like oh, right. we, it was um june 8th of last year that uh that we were we were flying out and we got to see ea play first and then uh ea play saturday um sunday was the uh microsoft uh, press conference and fan fest for us and um then right after that was Bethesda. no was bethesda no Bethesda, yeah they were before right no no no, it was bethesda right after because we got out of press conference and booked it to bethesda we took an uber yeah yeah exactly um and then It was it, yeah we it just like it all went around this we all we all chipped in <laughs> but I think it was you that paid no was it you that paid for the freaking SUV I don't even know <laughs> I was yeah like, I just no, that was Greg that was Greg oh Greg, Greg yeah. pulled up and I'm like this is not yeah, our Greg. this is not our typical driver here what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Get us there ASAP. <laughs> yeah exactly um, yeah uh, so that was awesome and then Monday. Um, that was Ubisoft for me. I got to go to the Ubisoft uh, fan event thing. That was just so cool. Uh, Tuesday and then Monday, I went to the actual building to pick up our passes. That that was that was the surreal moment for me. Uh, they let me in early too because I was like, "Hey, can you let me in?" I, I just asked. I was like, "Look, this has been a dream of mine. I just want to walk in and just see the lobby." And they let me see the lobby, and I was like, and then I saw this big sign that says. Uh, that said Final Fantasy VII Remake booth, this right here. And they pointed, I said, I know where I'm going tomorrow. <laughs> the Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday were all the expo. And that was just, it was just amazing. Unfortunately, it was probably like the, in hindsight, it was probably like the worst E3 at expo ever. Yeah, like there was so yeah, a empty. lot of people saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was super empty, but I mean, Final Fantasy VII Remake was there. And I got to be the first to play it. So. <laughs> worth it uh but yeah so yeah. i mean just like just that the memories going talking about it. i could tell you about e3s from years ago 
just because it's just such a, a big event. And now with the summer of gaming and this, this whole summer of gaming thing, I don't think it's going to be as memorable. And it's just kind of like, eh. you know, I don't know. I don't, it's because it drags out so long. Like it does. Yeah. If they could, if they condensed it down to maybe even two weeks to try to, I don't know. It's, it's just too long. I mean, it's kind of, I guess the cool aspect of it is you're getting like game news like every day for like two months or whatever they're doing. And and people like us doing cool. podcasts, we will have a lot to talk about for the rest of, for the rest of yeah. summer. <laughs> but yeah, like ideally, I think if the, I hope I hope E three be back next year, but who knows? But what I think they should have done with yeah this summer is. You know, like Steven said, condense a lot down. Even have it on like three weekends in a row. Just have the Saturday and Sunday just stacked for their different, uh, you know, different game reveals, interviews, and, and all that. I, I think that would be a lot better. I think how just so staggered and stretches. Um, I, I think E3 is just you have everything in the in the space of five days. You have to conferences then you have the, the show floor and uh, it just builds the hype up just builds the excitement and all those yeah. you know like like, like you know, we were lucky enough to be there last year where when Keanu Reeves just walked out on oh, stage yeah. at Xbox they're just like what <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like you're not gonna get that this summer with anything that they're gonna show it might be you know a, a surprise game that you're just like oh nice yeah, yeah and like even the it, audience yeah it's the audience that they feed off of yeah. and like even if you even if you do have like a, a guest appearance like keanu reeves on the digital event it's not going to have that impact because you don't have somebody in the audience saying no you're breathtaking that's not <laughs> you're not going to make that moment with the digital yeah. event um so yeah i think it's all about the moments um and then that that brings me to the next topic of the future of e3 um we do know that e3 Ooh. is coming back uh for 2021 that i mean it was confirmed like they'll see they said we'll see you in 2021 um now they have it was a lot of talk about e3 going to this more of a a fan experience type thing and i think uh for me i think that's where they're going to go i think it's going to be like the comic con of gaming which is not a bad thing by any means but uh i think you're going to end up getting panels you're going to get like uh like just where developer panels where they just come out and talk um i think microsoft will probably carry on the press conference uh tradition a little little longer than everybody else uh i think ea is going to be probably this is it they're like ea play live it worked out for us we don't need to do the whole sunset boulevard or whatever it was thing and Mm. i don't think they're going to do it i think they they'll just set up at the convention center again they'll bring it back bring it back to the convention center um and bethesda will probably do the same thing i don't think they're going to carry on with the press conferences they might do it again next year but it's just going to start to fizzle out these press conferences for, are expensive i think for bethesda it might be what they have to talk about like because they do got some big games on the horizon it's just a matter of are they going to be like I hate when they announce a game and it's not coming out for three years down the road. It's stupid. Right. Like announce games that are going to come out before the next E3. Cause that's what I'm like kind of looking forward to. And I know de- delays happen and stuff. Some of that stuff's like out of the control of the 
the developer because things happen, but generally you I want games announced at E3 that are coming out in the next year. Not like like they started actually so well Bethesda on their first E three conference. They announced Fallout Four and then what Fallout Four was out six months later. Oh no! Yeah, the first press conference that yeah. Bethesda did. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, like, like, was good too. Like it was just was, they were... that was really good. And then like that, you look at the last press conference uh, we're at. It was cool to be there. You know, the, the after party was pro- probably the best part. Open bar. Yeah, 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 yeah open yeah. bars. <laughs> like they they probably could have got away with not doing a press conference and then kind of yeah. announcing. Was it last year or Starfield? They announced they, they showed a glimpse of it or something. Uh, I think that was the was year last before. Year? Year before. Year before yeah. yeah, it was the year before, yeah. And the, that's what, what Steven's talking about. Like, that game ain't coming out for they, they minimum even said three that, years. They, yeah, they even came More. out and said that this year. Like, like don't expect to see uh, Starfield and yeah. a, um, Elder Scrolls Six. They just said it right out. Like, don't expect to see it. Um, but, I don't know. We'll probably see some Ghostwire. Or is it Ghostwire? I think it was called. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we'll probably oh, see some yeah. of that. Like, Bethesda, I, don't, I think they probably kind of... They probably lucked out on this year. I don't know. Maybe they have something really cool to show us, but it probably lucked out on this year. Not. Yeah, I, th- I think it worked out for them. Nothing. Yeah. Not having to go. Well, as long year. as they're yeah. not talking about Fallout seventy six DLC. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, we're still trying to keep this thing going. Please <laughs> come back. <laughs> um, come back. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's like you got that, uh, but I think I think Bethesda is going to start to fizzle out as well. And uh, yeah, I mean, we're gonna we're just gonna see these press conferences go away. Um, but I think Microsoft, since they just kind of have their own theater, they don't need to buy time slots. I mean, they own it, um, so they can do these kind of things. Uh, but it is the production quality that they have to put into it. Um, like they put a lot of production in it, lights, um, backstage, setting up cool themed areas, the Mixer Dome. I do think the Mixer Dome was a uh, precursor to what we're going to see uh, in future E3s. Like you're going to have the convention center, but I think it's going to be a lot more um, amusement park attractions type thing. I don't, you know, not like roller coaster or anything like that, but like, like you'll see. Yeah. I think you're going to see like more uh, mixer dome, which was like this big um, inflatable tent. It looked like it was like yeah. an inflatable tent. You get to walk in there and they had this really cool theme stuff going on. I really, I really enjoyed it. I thought that was cool. Um, they had Apex monitors set up everywhere. You get to play Apex. If you win, you win a Xbox One X or something like that. That was, that was pretty legit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we're gonna end up seeing more things like that. Uh, I and like I said, I think EA is just gonna bring it back in house. The, the convention center is just going to turn into instead of a trade show. I think we're gonna see it turn into uh, just a fan driven event. We'll see more uh, streamers personalities and stuff like that yeah i think uh, for, for, for for me as a, and for all of us i think i think for e3 to keep going i think they have to have um the conferences just like right beside the show floor as in as in the dates because like for me that that really makes e3 is especially if you're not going to e3 it's the conferences and then you have the, you know the, the hype of people going in to uh, play the games um, yeah, because the uh, the Bethesda one was like what ten minutes away, maybe from the Coliseum. Yeah, both that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah. 
So is E3 mm-hmm. necessary anymore, guys? Or do you think uh, you think E3 is going to come back next year and they're going to just kind of dissolve into Summer Game Fest? As an E3 fanboy, I want to say yes. But I yeah. think depending on how this digital setup goes for the next couple months, that's going to be the, the kind of telltale sign. Uh, the, the thing with social media and the availability to kind of broadcast whenever you want now versus back when you could, it was just E3 is where you had to get your game out. Like they have such a bigger platform that they don't necessarily need E3 like they used to because, Mm -hmm. I mean, you could pretty much go on social media, record a video and say, all right, this is coming out, show some gameplay, make a post on Twitter or whatever like that. And it the the word will get out pretty quickly. It's very true. Um, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I I, I think the name E three still means something at, at the moment, mm-hmm. but they need to rapidly get with the times. And what my concern with for this E three, if it was going to happen, is how Jeff Keighley kind of bailed out because what they proposed to him, he did not like at all. He didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah, I like, you know, I. I've been watching E3 since I I don't know a year now, but when when Jeff Keighley was on Spike and he was doing E3 coverage back then, so you know I think I think E3 the guys there they have to get the people back in. You know you have to get your EAs back in. Yeah, I don't think they'll get Sony back in now at this stage. Microsoft is still there. Um, Ubisoft I think will still do it. I think Phil Spencer just loves. Phil Spencer loves the idea of E3, and that's why he's a big pusher for it. Like he likes the press conferences, and he said he's he stated that he's like I love like that E3. Like I love the the whole E3 event. Yeah, and it's just awesome when you get all these people together that have a love for gaming. It's just, I mean, there's it's always just like you're in shock most of the time because. Everybody there is a gamer, and you look to the left, look to the right, there's a gamer, gamer, gamer. I mean, you might have your not real gamers, like, I guess, I don't really consider nobody not a real gamer. If you're playing games, you're you're a gamer, but yeah. Uh, but it's just cool seeing everybody come together for the love of just the games industry. Yeah, um, I mean... That's it. Like that's that's it. It's just it's just such a big celebration of gaming, and I almost kind of feel like comic. It's going to be kind of become this Comic Con thing, uh, which is like I said. I mean, it's not a bad thing necessarily. I just don't think we're going to get that that big spectacle that we've been getting. I think they are going to start moving to this. Hey, when your game is ready to be announced, just let us know. Let Kaylee know, and Kaylee will find a time slot for you. You know, any type thing. Yeah. Um, but. That's uh that's where we see the future of E3, but let's talk about this year and the one uh let's the first one carrying carrying on the torch here, EA Play. Uh EA Play predictions. Uh let's go with that, guys. Now I'm going to list off my predictions for you guys and you go ahead and let me know what you think. How's that sound? Yeah, it's still- All oh, right, Lord. EA Play. We're gonna start from the bottom because I got my I got my number like my big bold prediction right at the top. Um, now, <laughs> snap! Uh, all right, so I found this link here, uh, and it led me. This was off of Gamatsu Game Matsu Gamatsu. 
dot com. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now this, now this link. Uh, what would you say, Game Matsu? Yeah, we'll call it that. We'll call it. <laughs> yeah, we'll call it that. Oh, <laughs> uh, they posted this. Uh, I guess it's a quarterly meeting uh, or a report from oh, EA. Oh, the investment calls or something like that. Yeah, well, they posted yeah. the, the whole report from EA, and at the very at the, let's see right here, it says that um, these are the publicly announced titles represented above. Of course, Burnout Paradise Remastered and Command and Conquer Remastered. That was quarter one. That's probably already out. Um, yeah, quarter two, FIFA t- 21, Madden NFL 21, quarter three, NHL 21. Uh, so these are games that we know we're going to see at EA play. Guaranteed. Um, but here's where it gets interesting. Uh, we expect to announce additional titles in uh, fiscal year 21 over the coming months, including an unannounced EA sports title, an additional EA HD title, four EA partner titles, and two mobile soft launches. Uh, so when it comes to the additional, uh, the unannounced EA sports title, I think that's going to be UFC 4. Uh, I, I think they're due. I'm- I'm going with college football. Ooh. Oh, okay. Uh, that's what I'm going with. Well, yeah. sadly, uh, yeah, NFL has agreed to extend their Madden partnership, which is very irritating. Yeah. I got so excited yeah. about the fact that there was going to be a new NFL 2K game. Same. Same. Like, it, it just shows that EA just doesn't want any competition in that ring. Oh no! But the the other end of it, NFL. <clears throat> excuse me, NFL is still keeping this exclusivity. It's really NFL that could have made the decision and just been like, okay, let's see what happens if we open this up. Just like uh, Disney comes up with uh, when it comes up to Disney and EA. I hope that they just say, you know what, we don't need EA to do exclusive games. Let's spread this out. Let's let other developers, like I don't know, Naughty Dog. Uh, Insomniac, like let's let these other de- developers develop a really good Star Wars game. I mean, they did they did extremely well uh, on Star Wars Jedi, Jedi. game yeah. night's game of the year last year. But uh, I mean, that's just respawn because they're just freaking excellent. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so and then we got uh, in addition uh, to our unannounced fiscal year twenty one titles. Uh, we will see platform expansions on our current EA titles, plus the release of our previously unannounced or previously announced Medal of Honor VR title for the Oculus. So there's the mm-hmm. Oculus uh, VR. We're going to see Medal of Honor, I'm sure. Um, we'll see that at EA Play as well. Um, <laughs> now, you, a new Medal of Honor FPS. You imagine, wouldn't you? On the new console, new gens. That'd be so good, dude. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think it's long overdue for that. I don't think. I just think they're just going to focus on uh, Battlefield, Battlefield Six, but we'll get to that. <laughs> oh, oh, Mass God, Effect. <laughs> Mass Effect Remastered Trilogy is one of my predictions, and then the uh, fact yeah. that 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 uh, report said an unannounced EA HD title kind of makes me think. Yeah, has to be. Yeah, kind of makes me think they're going to do a remaster of Mass Effect. Yeah, or, most requested, I imagine. Or Dead Space. But I, I think, Ooh. yeah, that's where I, I think it's going to be an either or thing. But because uh, yeah. I honestly, 
I'm a little. That, that was there was three Dead Spaces, right? Three Dead Spaces. Yeah. I can see yeah. a remaster of Dead Space a trilogy all in one bundle. I can see mm. that, but when it comes to Mass Effect, those games are just so massive. Like they're just yeah. huge games, and if you're gonna remaster, you can't remaster the whole trilogy. I don't think that's gonna be a thing. You can't just remaster the whole trilogy and sell it as a bundle. That's a huge bundle. <laughs> like <laughs> that's a lot of games. Yeah, I, I that's think not the very Dead EA. Space one would be the easiest one to do because right because that like, Dead Space skipped the current gen completely. Yeah, so they probably could just uh, you know up it 4K, fix the frames. No, yeah. bundle it all together for a decent price. <laughs> well, the They'll probably thing, get away with that. Yeah, the funny thing about that is, is like you better, you have to if you're going to do it, you have to like basically build it from the ground up nowadays. Because especially with the the Series X already making the statement, yeah. like, hey, your old games are going to run better. Uh, they're going to be 4K. They're going to be better frame rates and stuff like that. So it's basically remastering all of your games with no additional work from the developers. That's <laughs> super exciting. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you kind of, like, think about it. You're like, well, I mean, you can't just pretty it up. At this point, you kind of have to... You, ha- you kind of yeah, have to I, remake I just it. See, well, it depends who actually does it for EA. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Visceral Games, uh, they're gone now, I think, aren't they? Yeah, I think, they, they, I think they're gone. Yeah. Space. yeah, so it'll be interesting to see who uh, would like, do a, a Dead Space. I'd go Bluepoint. Like, yeah, there you go, Bluepoint. Yeah, Blue, Blue Points had a, a lot of solid remakes. Or oh remakes yeah, yeah, years. and they're and they're unannounced uh, game they're working on as well, yeah. which we'll probably see soon. So I think um I think I read a guy. I think it was a tweet or something. I don't have the the source. I gotta start sourcing these things. Um, Amateur. I know, right? What are we doing? <laughs> I act like this is my eighth podcast or something. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So I read that uh blue point or not blue point i'm sorry but bloodborne is getting a ps5 oh, remaster or remake or whatever uh and yeah. it's in good hands the, like from a really that. good I respectable developer you saw that yeah it's supposed to be hitting 60 frames per second for yeah and like he said oh. and it's from a developer that based off of their previous work i have all faith in and i'm like yeah. blue point that's that's mm. all I, I think it's going to be a blue point remastering or remaking bloodborne for ps5 and i think it'll probably be a launch title uh and we'll go but that's not ea let's get back to ea um <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we always do it we always do it we always, we always off do that. <laughs> that's all right that's what this is all about <laughs> anthem uh update i think we're going to see that um uh, i think it's going to relaunch um it's going to have like a, a complete relaunch and it's going to be on next-gen consoles, PS5, Xbox Series X. Um, and I don't think we'll... I think we'll just get details. I don't think we're going to actually see what yeah, they're I talking they're about. they're a long way off. Yeah, I think they're yeah, just they're gonna be like, hey, with the next-gen consoles, we're going to improve this. We're going to make the game look like this, or, you know, look better. What, well, what was he, I, I thought... They released a, a statement recently, I think, the guy at Anthem, and I'm just kind of like, you know what? You guys need to do what uh, Hello Games did for No Man's Sky. Just disappear and completely rework the game. And put it out. Yeah. Just don't talk about it again until yep. it's ready to launch. Yep. Uh, I think my, uh, they'll probably talk about it. I'm, maybe. I don't know. My youngest just randomly started playing it and is 
actually kind of made me want to start playing again just because watching the com that was the one thing i love like the combat in that game was so fun yeah especially when you and your buddy are playing and you're hitting the combos and just making like huge ash explosions just like the game the, the gameplay mechanics were fantastic the flying around dude that was just that was it, it really was, man. I think, and then like if they say if they come back to it and they say um, they come back and say, "Hey, this is what we're gonna do." Why not just show the E three trailer that they showed us and lied to us about, and just say this is what it's gonna <laughs> actually look like? Now we were we're not lying. Yeah. It's gonna look like this on <laughs> on next gen. <laughs> I mean, it did look. It, I mean, on the one X, it looked really good. It did. It, it did look really good. It's not. You know, it's not. But I feel like if. If they do this whole read redo over of the game, like people who already bought it should Get not it from, have to buy it again. Absolutely, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. All right, so I still have it on my hard drive. Same. I mean, I, I'm kind of like I was gonna say I haven't uninstalled it. Like, I, <laughs> it's sitting there. <laughs> I wanted the, I wanted that game to be so like it drew me in so quick, but then once you get to the ending point, it's like. All right, so what do I do now? That's the problem with the game. It's mm-hmm. like what you're playing through the story with your friends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's fun. It's just when you get to the point where you're at the it's end of the road and right, yeah. It's yeah. worth it if it's on sale. I mean, it's worth picking up, especially and they should, especially if they're going to be like, "Hey, if you have the game, it free upgrade." Uh, yeah, I could that EA passing uh, in the vault. I can't, I can't remember the actual proper title, but do you know the EA? Um, EA access. Yeah, access. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's on there now. Yep, there you go. Like, you know, they got it three years after it's been on Microsoft, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon Age Four, I think, will be there. Well, yeah, we haven't seen that. anything from Dragon Age Four since I think it was the Game Awards from two years ago, I believe. Uh, where they just showed like a really quick teaser trailer. Um, uh, so I think we'll see Dragon Age. Surprise me. Yeah. But the thing, the I think the problem is Bioware isn't the same company that it was when it was making these phenomenal games. Like it's true. It's it's a totally different company. Uh, but what I so Andromeda got tons of hate, and some of it is rightfully so. Mm-hmm. But one thing I liked about Andromeda was the the gameplay like when you're oh, shooting yeah, and using the powers effect. it was it was really phenomenal it's just there was a few hiccups with facial animation and stuff like that oh the the hiccup uh, was the story dude like <laughs> that was the, <laughs> that was the hiccup man like i but you, I just, you just don't got the same people working on it that made the trilogy original trilogy exactly so you're you're it's hard to capture that spirit of a game again especially when it's been so long as to when the last one came out and Mm -hmm. you got different people working on it like that makes it hard to capture the spirit of what made mass effect so great well uh that was three bioware games in a row i didn't realize it until now (laughs) mass effect remastered trilogy um the anthem update and dragon age 4 um i think if they do dragon age 4 they're gonna have to i think a, a full like just bloodborne style game i think would be cool like if they if they went a different approach to it maybe they cool um madden okay madden 21 fifa 21 ufc 4 and nhl 21 i think they're all going to get featured 
Um, which is interesting because they're actually highlighting NHL 21 this year. They never highlight NHL, which is... No, they don't. They actually left it out of EA Play last year, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, like, that's why I'm like, okay, wait a second. Are they going to be introducing to us a new, fully from the ground up new system, I think, uh, for next gen? That would be amazing because that game needs a lot of help. Um, the return... But you guys buy it every year. I buy it every year, man. I made a mistake. <laughs> I just I yeah, love I, hockey. I, I'm the exact same as FIFA. Right. I just we just love the sport, man. And then when we play it, we're like, this is not this is this is not this is not what they do in the real life. Like <laughs> this is <laughs> Um It's gotta be embarrassing that like the NHL is actually using that game for the, the playoffs, like the virtual playoffs, and I'm like, this is just embarrassing. <laughs> I almost want to yeah. watch it to see if it glitches out. Um Okay, the return of NBA Live, I think, is going to be there with NBA Live 21, uh, and it'll be a next-gen focus game um, because they skipped last year in NBA Live. Uh, well, they, they've done this before where they took a hiatus, came back, mm-hmm. still couldn't compete with 2K, yeah. and disappeared again. That's why I think maybe they'll just have this as like, hey, here's the flagship NBA game. For next gen. I don't know. Uh, Sims 5. I say Sims 5 because it was rumored to be revealed during the PS5 reveal event, uh, but now postponed. But it was supposed to be, you know, June 4th. uh, And on the list of games that was rumored from the PlayStation Magazine leak, uh, Sims 5. So I think Sims 5 will be featured and talked about. I think they're going to do an Apex Season 5 mid-season content. Um, and I think that is going to make Titanfall fans really happy. Um, I think, I think they're going to add some Titanfall mix. Even something. More Titanfall mix either in. one of the legends will be a pilot, is my prediction. Like maybe they'll introduce a mid-season legend. I don't know. Um, that doesn't. Usually they just wait for the next season. But I think Titanfall is going to start trickling in uh, a little bit even somehow. More. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I, I, I would like them to show. I don't know if they'll be able to show up at that stage, but kind of give us details on what they're going to uh, do with Apex for the new gen- for the new systems. Yeah, and how oh, yeah. they're going to upgrade or, it and what they can do. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to announce crossplay. That's a yeah, definitely. That's a good um, one, man. I bet I they do crossplay. Yeah, cross they, yeah, they've been saying that. that they've been working on that for a while. That's a good one. Yeah, I say you'll see crossplay, um, and they might even say it'll be available. For season six, um, crossplay, unless if they say, "Hey, mid-season, um, season five stuff." Here we go, boom. Crossplay well, is sounds... now active. Yeah, right. Exactly. I think that's what they're going to do. Yeah, they're yeah. going to do it like that. The Just problem... download the update, you'll be good to go. All right. The... Yeah, because they, they they do stuff like that, don't they? Like EA, like you see with the Sims. There's like I will say that's the one thing available. that's neat about the EA. Yeah. They'll be like, and you can download this now. Right now. Like, yeah. oh, shit. Uh, let me get on there and do that. Yeah. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I, I think that's a really good uh, – that's a solid prediction. I think uh, we'll, we will Microsoft see Microsoft started doing that too, though. Microsoft's – and you can get the demo like today. To yeah, Nintendo yeah, Directs. I think it's, I, that's, that's what I love about the conferences is stuff like that. Right. And, like, and you can get it right now. Right now. Like, oh, shit, I can. Awesome. <laughs> 
So uh, season five, mid-season content coming at us. And I think Titanfall fans will be pleased. Um, and I would like to make a prediction for season six, since Titanfall is going to be starting trickling in. Uh, well, probably for the mid-season content, we might get like some kind of Easter egg for World's Edge. And World's Edge might get transformed a little bit, maybe. I don't know. They kind of did something for the similar. Third, I guess for the second second. Third this is the time. second time. It might not be that big of a thing, um, but World's Edge is still the same World's Edge from the end of season four, and I feel like it just to count to keep it interesting. Um, and I think it's going to be some kind of Titanfall uh, thing. Event. They'll do another event. Yeah, like I think we'll I see the, the Summer of Apex event. <laughs> Summer of Apex games. <laughs> uh, we'll probably see that. Um, but yeah, so. I think we'll see. We have to see Apex. It's the biggest thing that EA has going for them right now. Um, and then Star Wars Maverick is going to be revealed. And oh, I yeah. think it is actually a Rogue Squadron reboot. Um, if, if it's not a Rogue Squadron reboot, then I think it's going to focus on Poe Dameron. And it'll be a Poe Dameron story. I think that'd be cool. Uh, but yeah, I think we're, I think we're going to see Dameron. straight up uh, uh, X-Wing combat let's go uh and i think it's going to be star wars maverick is going to be their star wars game that they focus on this year uh and then my biggest and boldest prediction battlefield 6 will be revealed uh and i won't believe a single thing it shows me because those cg trailers are the worst they're they're, they're a lie lie. i'm just desperate for them to make a good battlefield game again it will return to modern that's where i'm going with it will return to to modern yeah Yeah. i just want i just want like battlefield 4 but better like, Do, don't even give us Battlefield Six. Just give us Battlefield yeah. Four. H like <laughs> Battlefield Four. Just, just rework Battlefield Four. Forget, give us that. That's all I want. Yeah. Or they'll do a They need the customizations back in that game. Holy shit! Can you imagine the um the levolution in next gen, like taking down that big skyscraper in a next gen title? Just give us Battlefield Four. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just give us Battlefield 4. Um, that, that, that does it for our EA play predictions. Um, so we're going to move on to the fan question that we got, guys. Um, this is going to be an interesting one. Uh, we won't spend too much time on it. We're already an hour and five minutes. So um, the fan question, guys. If a video game world became your reality, what would it be? And if you died in this world... You died for realsies, you know what I mean? For realsies. For realsies, guys. This is a good one because um, in the in our in our private uh, game night chat, you might know him as Robert Pennington, been on the show, uh, and Greg Bagley has been on the show. Both of them brought up some good philosophical <laughs> points here, guys. Whoa, that word is too big for the show. I know, right? Yeah. I, I had to look it up, rhymezone.com. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, guys. Robert said that he's trying to find a, a clever game that he can choose that would keep him alive at all times. Like, you can't die. I, I think I have it. And then... Like God mode? No, hold on, yeah. Like, there's a God mode or something. Oh, like, And then uh, Greg says he would rather have the adventure and outweigh the risk, the danger. He wants to be mm-hmm. in a Star Wars game or something like that, or Mass Effect, where the where it doesn't matter that there's big alien creatures about to, to wipe out the entire human race. He just wants that adventure. You know what I mean? 
Greg, the adrenaline junkie. Yeah, he just wants that <laughs> adrenaline. So there it is. Yeah, good question. Um, that is a really good question. It, like, it kind of makes you really think, like, what would it be? My, my, to... my, okay, go ahead. My, my, my first thought was Assassin's Creed. I was just like, no. That's so exactly... I, will, I, I will die immediately. You know? Well, wait, wait, wait. Are you talking about Assassin's Creed? You're talking about the world of Assassin's Creed where you could yeah. just go into the Animus, right? And you can travel yeah. back to any time period that you want, or at least is wherever you're connected to DNA. Yeah. But you see, you can still die out of Animus or R.I.P. Desmond. <laughs> R.I.P. Desmond. <laughs> but I, I think I, I think I have the perfect game. And okay. It's a bit of a throwback to my childhood. I'm going to I'm going to go with a specific game as well. I'm going to go with Pokemon Yellow. Ah. You get the adventure, and I can't die in it. My I don't care what happens to my Pokemon; they can die. I'll get a new one. <laughs> that that's good that's actually and really good. It's really good. Uh, there was a guy um, on the Game Night fans uh, Facebook group, and he he said Pokemon as well. Mark Talley, I think no, well, not I, Mark Talley. I, I, I didn't Miguel. even see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He said he said um, he said Pokemon as well, and I was like, that's that's a really good point. And I was like, why? And he was just like, he just kind of said that when he was growing up, he was just kind of like he always thought, what if they were real? Oh yeah, same yeah. And yeah, yeah. that's especially such a good one. Yeah, I mean, you can get electrocuted like full on shock from Pikachu, and you live somehow. I mean, Team Rocket's done. Yeah, you're fine. Sometimes. Yeah, but you, like, you get to go like you're a ten year old kid in the game, and you get to go around with Pikachu. You catch Pokemon, get badges, and try to be, you know, the best. You get adventure. Yeah, make Pokemon. money, get women. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Pokemon's all about, Stephen. <laughs> <Duh>. <laughs> And you can't, and you can't die. That's cool. That is, yeah. Apparently, you never grow up either. Yeah. Uh, what about po- I, I probably what want about to grow Pokemon up a Just you, never, or you live long been. enough to see your animation quality just go down the drain. For anybody yeah. who Pokemon. still follows Pokemon anime. Pokemon. <laughs> and, then, and then your voice changes. Yeah, it's you're really weird. <laughs> God, they ruined it. They fucking ruined it. They ruined it, man. Um. That yeah, that's good. Pokemon was ever since I saw uh, Miguel write on the fans page, I was like, ah oh, man, Pokemon might be up there with mine as well. But because um, you're like you're living in the world, you're not actually the yeah. character. Which, that's, so that's the that's the difference is living yeah. in the world versus being the character. Now, if you were the character, sign me up for Assassin's Creed all day every day, right? Mm-hmm. You'd have to be an assassin, you know what I mean? So that's yeah. like you otherwise you're just creed. you're just a, have to go. A, somebody he shoves that's out of the creed. way. <laughs> Who? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. See, I would I would say like if I'm an Assassin's Creed, the stream big guys. I'm I'm the guy like I have a DNA, I have access to uh, uh, an animus, and I'm I'm just going back to where I want to go. You know what I mean? I'm going like. If I'm connected to back in like freaking, I don't even know where I'd want to go because if you die in the in the animus, you don't actually die. I mean, right? You just reset, right? Yeah, not unless you stay there too long, then you just lose your mind. Sure, in it's like Inception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean that's God. I really am. It's pretty cool. 
It's like you see, the fact just really contemplating his life here. Oh, <laughs> uh, let me see if I got any other fan fan feedback. Oh, I got one. What you got, Steven? Forza Horizon. Forza Horizon. Ooh, that's cool. You get cool. to drive cars all day long and just do stupid shit and never die. And physics car really, over, yeah, I was gonna you're say. not dead. <laughs> like, you could drive help. off a cliff. Guess what? You respawn in another spot. Like, you're good. That's true. That that would be super fun. Get to go to adrenaline that, junkies, dude. That that's that's mine. That is mine, dude. Forza Horizon all day. I like that one. I like that one. That was really cool. That one's really yeah, good. Really. Yeah, because you imagine you want to drive a Ferrari, you could drive a Ferrari. Drive you want to drive a truck, you could drive a truck. You, you want to take it off road? Buddy? Go. Yeah. <laughs> you want to take the Ferrari off road? That farmer just shot, put up dude. a new fence. Yeah. Fuck that farmer. I'm gonna run it. <laughs> Seasons change every week. Get used to it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's, boom. That I was, is good. I was my brain was racking and that just certainly came out of nowhere. That's like, awesome. Yeah. Oh man. Um Will Turner Will Turner wrote in and he said, uh not not to be mistaken with Pirates of the Caribbean, because he's like uh but Will Turner he wrote in and he said Sea of Thieves, which is interesting because Will Turner is his name. Will Turner, God dang yeah. it, dude. You did it to yourself. <laughs> he's not his kid, though. <laughs> yeah, he said Sea of Thieves. Because yeah. he said if you him? die, you just come back. Like you get on the, the whole afterlife boat and you wait your turn and come back in. Uh, That's just, oh, man, respawn. I haven't played Sea okay. of Thieves in a long time. Endless sailing, he said. And you get to go pirate hunting. Like You get to be a pirate go treasure hunting. Like Yeah. That's and you a, get that's to do it with your friends if your friends play. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you love I've, the sea, I've never played say. it. Dude, it's, yeah. So I've played it. If you're playing solo, you're not generally going to have a good time. But if you get other people yeah. doing different stuff on the ship while you're while you're either driving, yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, that sounds cool. 100%, that's a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah, you got to. That's have why I I I really hope. Yeah, you do. I I, I don't I I don't get I to play it. I don't. <laughs> I almost called it because I didn't have any friends. <laughs> I said, you know what? No one wants to play with me. Screw this game. I'm uninstalled. Uninstall. <laughs> I oh, have the power I'm, here. I'm, I'm surprised Robert didn't go for that game, uh, Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> the old game. That seems like. That's there it is. Game. I'm locking it in. <laughs> <laughs> That's Robert. There you go, Rob. Robert was Robert. the main character, dude. <laughs> oh my god that's so oh, robert that's good i don't really know man like there's so many game worlds that just stand out to me and i was like thinking of it it's just i i get caught up in my own head when i think about these things that i feel like they're they're legitimate like i need to because you need to get right that's how i feel every I, time I, they're i, I can only assume we're going for the one game that see but like okay know. but like i said you have to be the like if I if I'm not the character if I'm not Cloud Strife then I don't want to be yeah. in Final Fantasy VII because it doesn't seem like the greatest world to live in. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's kind well, of falling it apart. It's lot, dying. It, it got a lot prettier in the remake, so it did. Yeah. It did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it seemed like you were really comfortable up to, uh, on the top plates until they they literally just drop it to just kill some four people. You know, that's cool. It's whatever. <laughs> just as long as I don't live there in that sector, I'll be okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you want to be up high, one of the snobs. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm right up there with Shinra's. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. That's such a, it's a fun yeah, one. I, pick one. I like. I gotta pick ones. Uh, you gotta yeah. it in. I mean, the question out there. there. You can't not. You can't avoid the question. I like. Uh, I like Pokemon, man. Ooh. I mean, yeah. who who didn't dream about living in the world of Pokemon growing yeah. up? Or like, being the very best. Yeah, who didn't want to be the very yeah, best? Very like, no one ever my, was, man. My, my Pokemon <laughs> world would be different from the Detective Pikachu because those Pokemon are ugly as fuck. Right. So. Well, yeah, it's Dude, like that was a fun movie, though. It was. It, it, it was good. It was, it was surprisingly good. It, it, that's another right. thing. Like you think about it, you're like, wait a second. So if I'm in this world, am I in like an anime version of this world? Like, is everything cartoony, or am I going to yeah, see Detective Pikachu? <laughs> I'd have to have Brock with me so he he could uh, cook for me. Oh yeah, okay. Makes most sense. See, like, <laughs> I'd have to have Misty with me for obvious reasons. Um, but <laughs> no, I'm just no, kidding. PG. <laughs> what, <laughs> what reasons would that be, Dan? It's like no, uh, it's obviously Officer Jenny, but that's cool. Um, but li- listen, <laughs> listen. All the ga- all like my favorite games are just kind of like worlds that I wouldn't want to be in, unless if I'm the hero. So if if Final, if I'm the hero, then Final Fantasy VII. That's where I want to be on the world of Gaia. And then if uh, if if it's Jack and Daxter, then I better be Jack. You know what I mean? Uh, nope. That's where I would want to be. You're gonna be the peasant in the corner. I'm, yeah, exactly. What if what, <laughs> what if I'm like the freaking thing that he jumps on? Like I don't want to be <laughs> or like uppercuts. That's not me. I don't want to be there. But if you're in Pokemon, anybody can be the best. As long as you're willing to be the best friend, you know, like if you're if you're willing to like, in a world you must defend, you know, like. This is getting you all emotional. It is, dude. Like anybody can be a Pokemon master if you put your heart to it, and like I think that's because they're out there in the wild, and you can go out there and you can get them. So. Well, as long as you over believe. Twenty years, twenty tournaments. So. Yeah, but. <laughs> who, how do you? Don't you gotta buy Pokeballs? What if you can't afford a Pokeball? Bruh. Like, you just pimp yourself out. I mean, you find that stuff, dude. You beat those trainers like as as you walk by them. Like they're like, "Hey, you want to battle?" And I'm like, "Yeah, let's go." And then I beat them and take their money. And is that that how it works? I think so. Like, don't you get money after it? But you gotta yeah. get poke. But you gotta get Pokeballs in order to catch Pokemon. True, dude. You can't well, you, well, Oak is gonna give you a Pokemon to start with. Or what if whoever, Professor Oak Professor. never? What if he never calls? God, dude, she's just so. <sighs> Steven, we're too deep here, Steven, this right? is why can't i can't handle. choose this is why i can't choose steven i'm just playing devil's advocate i know i know like what if you're what if you're just a fucking cabbage farmer yeah dude what if you can't afford your car <laughs> what if you're yeah. driving around in a freaking i don't know prius a bicycle yeah like, <laughs> like your bicycle at forza horizon whatever dude <laughs> that's the that's my thing man whenever somebody's like hey dude uh here's a really like deep question i'm like no you're gonna give me a week somebody asked me you're like dude what's your top five disney songs i was like i can't answer that right now man you give me you give me some time you know what i mean because i feel like everything i say is definitive you know you know that's the thing with top fives though they can change and evolve they do over change. time yeah honestly yeah. like my top five which we'll probably end up doing next year. Yep. Uh, what we're going to do next is the top five consoles. 
uh, console designs. And my top five has been constantly changing all the way up until this moment. So, <laughs> yeah. all right, we're going to go ahead and put a uh, put a bow on this one. Thank you so much for tuning in to, if you are tuning in or if you're watching this on YouTube, that's awesome. You can also listen to it on uh, Spotify, Apple, all the podcast services, just like Google as well. They're, it's everywhere. Apple. We're everywhere. Uh, if you're looking for us, it's pretty much all the social medias.com slash game night hype, YouTube, Facebook, Mixer, Twitch, everything. It's dot com slash game night hype thank you so much for watching this podcast uh and we're gonna go ahead and put a put it just wrap it up here bye guys let's go ahead and put Thanks, this. Guys. you know what why not let's put that we're gonna do it again it's so good mm, daddy like